OnlyFans. OnlyFans, yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans, but I'm not doing any butthole stuff, but I will show my dick. Okay. Yeah. I'll jack it to completion for yeah, yeah. Uh, for the Euro market. <laughs> yeah, but no one no one in the United States, because I don't want anyone to know that I'm No, yeah, it. look, I work out here. Come on. <laughs> Putting stuff in my pee hole costs extra. That's extra. That's on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Bam, professional broadcasting. Goddamn. It's fucking happy New Year's Eve. Before you go scrambling to your calendar and going, wait, what, it's Thursday already? No, it's Sunday, December 31st. And the Gitmo Bros are dropping a special New Year's Eve episode for you. You're fucking welcome. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We are collectively patting ourselves on the back. And uh, this is not even a uh, an actual, what would you call it, torture episode or music episode. In fact, most of you are tuning out right now. Because <laughs> we're not going to do any tunes today. We're just going to We'll still kinda... be talking shit, though. I mean, well, make we'll no mistake. Talk plenty of shit, of course. That's <laughs> yeah. our trade. Yeah. But we're just going to uh, kind of bullshit. We're in the shit trade. <laughs> That's the hash we sling. I'm in the shit game. <laughs> My dad was in the shit game. <laughs> <laughs> and his father before him. Remember that our parents they, they're saying that? Oh, he's a real shitter. If someone was funny. Oh, have you met Danny? He's a real shitter. He's a real shitter. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going to be real shitters today and just goof around. If you guys listen to our uh, end of year wrap up show, whatever we called it last time, that's what we're going to do again today with some mirth and bullshit. And uh, then we'll talk about uh, what's going on next year, too, in 2024. But for now, this is what, episode 67? Uh, yeah. It episode is. Episode 67. It's the culmination of uh, the second year of doing this uh, this little uh, this little hoobastank here <laughs> of, <laughs> of a project. And like last year, you know, like we had to expose ourselves or like just sitting. I blame myself. I just sat on the fucking voicemails all year long and and oh, just yeah. pretend they didn't exist. And then finally, I just sent them in to uh, Gitmo HQ and then Damon spun it and we just went through it and cleaned out the closet, so to speak. I, I did the same thing this year. You know, I didn't learn, uh, but like, I, I just, I just sent them over to Damon. I know that you probably got them. It's probably not clogging up your inbox, but uh, you've got them now. Don't don't blame yourself, Aaron. Don't. It's it's really an outdated way of leaving a message. Everybody texts these days. The kids. It's, it's true. really a voicemail. Yeah, who does that? It's an it's an well, it's a fucking attack to fucking. It is. And another thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and there's no tape like when we were younger. There's no tape where it runs out. They just talk forever. Fuck yeah, you know? they can. Yep. It's something we have to do though. You're right. Yeah, I'm looking at this the, the messages you sent, and basically Aaron just shoveled the shit sideways. Now I got to deal with it. <laughs> Right your stall. Here you go. <laughs> so why don't we say hello to the boys first, yes. shall we? He is the foxiest little Lord Fauntleroy media darling <laughs> for two years and running. And he is about to say hello. Yeah, I'm George White. And you know what? In a, in a year of unprecedented growth for the Getmos, you know, both home and abroad, 
Um, I'm still ready to slap a 2023 in the fanny and say goodbye. But I'm George White, goddammit. I'm a Gitmo bro. Yeah! <laughs> yes, forever. Beautiful. Love it. Poetic. A single tear rolled down my cheek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is... Uh, calling from the North Star, he happens to be my North Star, and from what I hear, he's George's North Star, and he is also uh, George's now smacked ass North Star. Why don't you say hello? Baringa! It's called New Year's Eve, not New Year's Steve! (laughs) So no same-sex kisses. <laughs> I want, I, and that's what a bigot would say. The Gitmo say, love your brother, you know, literally. Don't, don't really say it. We don't really mean it. That <laughs> but it message should be clear. Should be clear. <laughs> love the one you're with, you know what I'm talking about? No matter, no matter what. It would have been a funny sort of SNL joke to, to go, Republicans just added legislation to make sure that they don't call it New Year's Steve. <laughs> Yeah, because someone's planning that. <laughs> but now it's like, that could actually happen. Yeah. Like with the, with the Starbucks yeah. coffee cups and everything. <laughs> well, or they would say, or they would, and now they're trying to make, you know, Cinderella, like losing their mind about a casting choice. Like, what the fuck is, like, you got fucking dick all as a life problem? Now I yeah. have to kiss right. a man on New, I have to now. That's law. In California, that's law. <laughs> I had to go to a gay bar and get a job as a dancer. <laughs> that's law now that's law <laughs> no other bars open i had to get a cage i had to get in said cage wearing a thong you know <laughs> I had to make love to men <laughs> welcome to obama's america thanks left <laughs> now i'm moving to connecticut with my partner yeah. marry his ass actually you guys are starting to describe a good time so that's a that's an A-OK night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're putting it off, but yeah. I guess we should uh, get started with these voicemails because, you know. Crank up the T-1000. Let's uh, rewind and go back to the beginning. <laughs> and <laughs> the tape. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yep. I'm not sure who, who these people are, what their problem is, but we're about to find out. Here we go. Good afternoon, Gitmo Brothers. This is Frank P. Fontaine of Fountains of Frank Entertainment down here in Gadsden, Alabama. Ooh, a talent broker. Probably interested in us. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. It's about time we started getting contacted by luminaries from the entertainment industry. I'm surprised mildly that it's someone from the South after all the shit we talk. That hotbed of the entertainment industry, Alabama. You know, they got time on their hands. They can focus on our career. (laughs) Big fish, little pond. (laughs) Here we go. And I'm calling on behalf of my clients, Clem Clebson and Goober Notorial. Oh, what? Shit. They've got oh, no. representation? They Apparently don't speak. They do. <laughs> Apparently they do. <laughs> oh, man, this is not going to end well. Here we go. Known around these parts is the dynamic songwriting duo of Clemson Notorial. <laughs> now it's come Clever. to my attention you have an internationally renowned program that have been using their original material on some 65 episodes of your podcast, Ear and Loathing. Ah, shit. It's true. Mm. You can't fight the numbers. They're on to us, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now we regret releasing these episodes. Price of fame. (laughs) Take them down. (laughs) Frank found us. We're going to submit our own takedown order against ourselves. (laughs) You know, Damon found young talent that had nothing going on and gave them... 
You know, it's it's upsetting is what it is. Let's let Frank say his piece. We were talking a couple episodes ago about, you know, Paul Stanley talking about how they're not grateful, the other guys in the band and everything. But, you know, I'm starting to feel how Paul Stanley feels about Ace and Peter. I'm starting to feel about Clem and Goober, you yeah. know? They're squeezing us. I mean, everyone's from Hollywood these days, you know? The internet's just made us all. There's no borders. We're it's all true. stars. Yeah, everyone's a star now. <laughs> Even gubernatorial. <laughs> Even gubernatorial. <laughs> Goober's got fucking representation. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Frank Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else he has to say here. And aside from the occasional whittling wood or banjo strings or bottles of fancy liquor, they have not received anything in the way of monetary compensation. Uh, there we go. Here we go. Yep. I mean, dollar signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what. I'm here to address that situation. And you may think these boys are dumb as two sticks, and you may be right. Check. (laughs) Check. And check. Yes. He's a real advocate for them. (laughs) Manager. It's a manager. (laughs) That's your agent saying that, huh? (laughs) But make no mistake, their representative, a.k.a. me, is mean as a strappity snake. A strapity snake? <laughs> I think he's saying stripity snake. That's a oh, okay. very mean. Sound. I thought it was like a indigenous to Alabama. No, a striped snake is very okay. mean. Yeah. It's a coral snake. It's very. They're very mean. Yellow and black jump yep. back. That's right. <laughs> now I'm well versed in the art of negotiation. In fact, have managed and promoted numerous tough man competitions from Gadsden to Bessemer to Rainbow City to Gunnersville. Well, hell, <laughs> all over Etowah County. And I've represented tough man champions, Jimmy Little, Gary Boone, Bebo Clyde, Steve Albright. Not Bebo! <laughs> They're fast forward. <laughs> he's going to name a bunch of wrestlers for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> you said tough men, clearly, Damon. Tough, tough man. Wrestlers, tough yes. man company. Not wrestlers. Tough man. <laughs> not wrestlers. <laughs> he wants you to know he, he means business. <laughs> He's, you know, he's just covering all the legalese. <laughs> George, did you catch what he said when he said, is Frank Fontaine, is his name, right? But yes. what did he say the name of his business was? It's uh, called Fountains of Frank Entertainment. It's a snappy name. It's a snappy name. It's easy it's to remember. It has a lot of alliteration in it. Fountains of Frank. <laughs> Foth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So believe me when I tell you, I know what a jungle it is out there. And in this here jungle, I'm Tarzan. <laughs> and I know I've, you know, come on pretty strong with the bluster and such. And I apologize about all that. My granddaddy was a preacher, and the spirit starts moving in me. Especially when I think some slick city grease monkeys are taking advantage of my kinfolk. Whoa, Jesus. I don't appreciate that, yeah, Frank. I don't appreciate that. I mean, as true as it may be. He's a rough negotiator. He, he represents tough men. I mean, it's it's a dirty business. All that Southern hospitality we've heard so much about. He, never, he hasn't offered any of us sweet tea. No, he's not. A dick. All right. But look, I'm a reasonable man, and I'm sure we can work something out if y'all just give me a call. Well, bye now. <laughs> Jeez. Well, Better get Frank on the phone pretty soon. I mean, you know, maybe after the holidays, but we can't lose that theme. We can't lose 
Clem Goober. and Goober. Goober. I mean, we can't. We can't lose them. And my, my ass is a little chap because, like I said before, like fucking Damon found them boys and they had fucking nothing going on. And and they sick their fucking homeboy on us like that? I don't know. I mean, it's only 67 mere episodes later. <laughs> Couldn't they just come to us directly, you know? I know. Talk about too big for your britches. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. They only have one strap on them britches, so true, yeah. they can't do any more yes. expanding. They share one strap between them. <laughs> Strapity snake. <laughs> and three teeth. <laughs> well, that was a bummer. I mean, I don't like yeah. starting the year off that way. Um, so we need to resolve it's that. He's pointy. He's being pointy with us. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh boy. Well, when you know your powerful entertainment vehicle gets as big as ear and loathing, you know, I guess you just have to have your. You know, we got to have. Uh, what is our attorney's name again? I forgot. Uh, Saul uh, Gingerbreadman. Saul Gingerbreadman. Saul Gingerbreadman. Yeah, we got to just have him on a retainer and, and deal with this Frank guy for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guess yeah, what? Let Frank... Saul give him a call. I'd like to see those two go at it. That'd be Both fun. Legal experts, no doubt about it. A couple of legal eagles. <laughs> well, you look. I mean, I'd be nice. Let's let's try to maybe bounce away from uh, uh, legal finger pointing. Um, you want to do another one, Damon, while we're in voicemail mode? Yeah, just throw I, I one? mean, I'm hesitant. But that bummed me out, but I guess we can <laughs> we can try another one. Yeah, try see, the second one. Happens. Happens. Can't get any worse, right? Right. No, that's oh, absolutely nine. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Merry Christmas there, boys. It's uh, it's me, your old buddy, uh, Rod Dog Cliff here with you. Hey, Rod Dog Cliff. Oh, Cliff. I'm waiting for an update. It's wonderful to hear his voice. A dog. Yeah. Calling you from uh, an Indiana bus station, uh, a.k.a. the Honorable Julia M. Carson Transit Center here in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> he's still a wanderer. Yeah. yeah, but he's out though. He's fucking in Indiana. He's no longer in Wisconsin. He's on the fucking. He looks sounds like he's getting things together, taking it on the road. He was trying to get to Indianapolis, wasn't he? Yeah, now he is. Yeah, that's shit. Great. Big changes. Big changes for RDC. I don't know what he's about to say, but I feel like he got in some some other kind of like you know <laughs> baby street hassle. It's always something with it's RDC. It's always something. Yeah. A semen street hassle. <laughs> <laughs> What's in his name? Raw Dog. Come on. Yeah, yeah. look. He's, he's cut a swath of just, you know, hotel hookups from yeah. lot, from Wisconsin to Indianapolis. It's probably seven, eight children by now. He's a baby maker. <laughs> That's all he does. What else? He's the uh, Johnny Appleseed only with jizz. <laughs> Jizzy so Appleseed. Jizzy Appleseed. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Professional broadcasting. Here we go. After five long years, I'm finally on the move, huh? That's good news, I suppose, for some. Uh, I, I have been able to put a few bucks aside here and there uh, each week from my bartending shifts there at the uh, Nifty 850 Lounge. Uh. <laughs> Is he originally from, like, Green Bay, Wisconsin or something? I, I think that's where he spent the last uh, handful of years trying to get out of that bar, okay. uh, which is where he met uh, Ann all those years ago. But I think he's originally from uh, somewhere in the Rust Belt, uh, judging by his voice. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah maybe Pittsburgh like or something. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh, Chicago, something like that. Okay, <laughs> somewhere where people wear blue collars. From what I know about Raw Dog, he's he doesn't wear any collar. <laughs> no collars, collar-free zone. <laughs> All right, go on, Cliff. I finally decided to uh, make my move uh, last night, and I arrived here in uh, Indiana this morning. 
So, while I am pleased to finally be moving on with my life, uh, apparently my timing could not be worse. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were flying high. Yeah. I can't get a break, you know? <laughs> I wonder if he got a call from Frank Fontaine, too. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I, he, he is on our show, so I hope yeah. Frank doesn't contact everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's Frank's looking for the deepest pockets, for sure. Yeah. And Raw Dog just admitted he put some money aside, so <laughs> all of our international money we have coming in. <laughs> all right. And why is that? Well, it seems that uh, my old arch nemesis, Ann Wilson, is back on the road doing shows of her own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that they were still in t- All right, I guess we're going to find out what happens. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> As fate would have it, eh, she's here uh, in Indianapolis tonight at the Hilbert Circle Theater. Doors at 7.30, shows at 8.15 with no opening act. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the whole... Is he the Boy, tour manager? He even read the notice in the paper. Huh. <laughs> no opening act. He's got doors. <laughs> uh, she uh, she left me a voicemail today. Uh, oh, wow. A voicemail within uh, a voicemail. This is getting hell. complicated. <laughs> All right. After years of nothing, now... Uh, some may call that a uh, Christmas miracle. Uh, some may call it a uh, booty call. <laughs> while still others, uh, yours truly being among them, happen to call that a pain in the keister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Poor uh, Cliff. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's haunting him. I mean, you know, he has a child out there, for God's sakes. and He stayed out of her life and her wallet all these years, and now he goes out... To try to live, uh, and who fucking tracks him down for that? When the dick that good, you know what I mean? I guess. He's just trying to live his life, you know, as a simple bartender who just likes to put his unprotected dick into women. Yeah. yeah. Can he just do that? <laughs> Come on. I feel bad for him. I think we should put him in touch with Frank and with Saul. <laughs> <laughs> he needs all the help. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh. And you boys notice, uh, my fertility is such that the uh, the mere act of Dreamboat Annie leaving me a voicemail has put her fallopian tubes in danger of high-velocity activity. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his strength, you know what I mean? Yeah. He knows Ugh. his Star Trek lingo, too, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking about her fallopes. I know. He knows ladies' bodies, too. You know what I mean? If, if not him, <laughs> who does? It's not Jeffrey's tubes, uh, Damon. It's fallopian. Come okay, on. Okay, right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to reach out to let you know uh, in these dark times that uh, uh, your podcast has really helped me, okay? I don't want to get uh, sappy here uh, in, in, in a bus station. That's nice. Yeah. We're helping folks. Other than Juliet, nobody ever compliments our podcast. <laughs> For anything at any time. Okay, Rod, let's go here. But uh, it's really helped me uh, over the course of the year, and uh, the smiles are appreciated in these dark times, you know. Uh, but I'm on the move and getting <laughs> on with my life. Uh, adventure awaits. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll head across a pond. Who knows? Uh, in fact, uh, I'm considering reaching out to uh, that uh, that Juliet there. In oh. That- <laughs> Look out, Juliet. Oh, He's coming. 
<laughs> Maybe she'd let me uh, catch a few winks in a basket of that bike of hers. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleep in the basket. <laughs> hey, Juliet, uh, you know, not for nothing, get my number from the Gitmos, huh? All right. Call me. He wants to be called. (laughs) (laughs) He's in a good mood, though. Like, he's on the move. What I can't in good conscience do is is hook him up with Juliet. I mean, Mm -mm. we already influenced her to buy a guitar, which was punishment enough. Yeah. Juliet, please, if a guy named Cliff is at a bar, local bar there, run screaming out the front door. You don't want to get involved with, with Raw Dog. He's trouble, for sure. Yeah, and you'll know, you'll know, because when you're at the bar and he'll walk in, the quarter will drop into the jukebox or the Kronos or whatever it is in Denmark. <laughs> and all I want to do is make love to you. We'll come off. Yeah, his vibe, his vibe is also so strong. You'll know. He'll come right up to you. And <laughs> fellas, though, I, I agree with Aaron that it, Cliff does sound like he's doing better. And, and perhaps, you know, seeing Anne again, you know, or having to think of her in the same town as him, maybe that is going to help him move on from this. It sounds like it has. He's ready to finally let go of it. Yeah, exercise a demon. Yeah. 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 And his kid is like 30 at this point <laughs> probably yeah yeah <laughs> god damn cliff it's a lot of a lot of child support all right well uh should we move on or let's move on let's i'd like to maybe get away from the voicemails for a second we have do we have uh okay. anything else going on that we can give the people yeah i think i might be able to uh change the subject a little bit here <laughs> all right here we go brackets brackets Get more brackets. Get more bros. Get more bros. G-I-T-M-O-B-R-O-S. Brackets. Brackets. All right. Well, guess what, guys? It's that time of year. We have some catching up to do here because we are going to do more face-offs of torture songs. No, the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst. Okay. Now, the reigning champion right now is, you guys know. She loves my cock. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. But guess what? That may be, uh, you know, lose its crown here. You want to yeah. do this or what? Ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the, for the poo. We shoveled some shit this year. <laughs> yeah. This is what, like maybe 48 through six, 49 through 64, maybe, episode? It is 40. Da, 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 eight or something or 49 through 65 yeah. or something yeah like that. okay okay yeah. okay so here we go and you'll never guess they come from departments love it from the bad things come in threes department <laughs> marshmallow sting in pink versus oh, no. emerson lake and palmer oh my god Ooh. that would be dreaming versus taste of my love Ooh. oh fuck huh Boy, uh, I'll start that fucking ELP song, bro. It's so, so gnarly. Uh, and those words are so crazy. And I, I've been thinking about that, actually, because they brought, as Georgie was telling us, they brought that lyricist in. <laughs> you imagine that poor sap showing up. I mean, first he's working on like late era ELP anyway. So like can't be awesome. And then it's that where everyone's just all mad at each other. And it's that lump of coal. It's it's a fucking abomination. I, I think it's worse because there's a nugget of a good song that Sting and crew are jacking up in the other one, but there's at least a good nugget in there. There's nothing in this one, this other one. 
It's a nugget of shit in ELP. Right. It's bad. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to agree. That's a good case, Aaron. You're right. Okay. Psalms the turd. Yeah. Taste of my love is the winner. <laughs> I think I might have agreed with you. Not that my vote matters, but uh, it would have been a, a Gitmo consensus, I believe. Let me get some water. Vodka. <laughs> you say potato, I say potato. You say potato, I say vodka. <laughs> From the Hollywood success stories, always start with kid performers department. My pal Foot Foot by the Shags. <laughs> oh, God. Versus Whatever Happened to Eddie by Butch Patrick. Ooh, okay. the Jesus. fucking right. ship's wheel. <laughs> go, uh, go, George. Jesus. Uh... The Shags is worse. That that's just so crazy. That went just so crazy. It's there's some sympathy there, um, and the ship's wheel does piss me off. And and I got to tell you, the other day I meant to curse both of you, maybe you, Damon, more than anyone. That that that, that whatever happened to Eddie came into my head the other day. <laughs> yeah. I'm the kid that went insane. Shut up. <laughs> I'm the kid with the messed up brain. Uh, couldn't get it out of my head. So it was making me laugh thinking about that the other day too. Because I mean, George, I think, made the point of like, I think the intimation was, just, yeah, well, you know, like we're not going to have him in the in the Eddie Munster outfit. It's going to because Butch Patrick's an older man now. I will say that like maybe by putting on the shorts or something, you know, like it probably would be helpful. Then that was making me laugh because he ends up in the full fucking outfit. It was made me laugh that years ago Josh Pickering and I were dying laughing about the first show that prince goes all right uh matt i think that you should wear a doctor's outfit with the uh with the mask i think you should do that i think it will be funny for this show tonight okay great and then at the end of the show man prince that was funny it was really funny that i wore it it was everyone had a nice laugh I'm taking it off and putting it in the trash. Going to never wear it again. What's that, Prince? <laughs> every every night? <laughs> to stay in the band? You're Dr. Fink. <laughs> Dr. Fink! No! <laughs> My name's Matt. I'm not... <laughs> I don't want to be the Dr. Fink. <laughs> yeah, everyone else gets to wear cool, like, frock coats and, and lace and stuff. And yeah, really <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. I look like I'm, I'm in fucking scrubs. The fuck? <laughs> How does that make sense? Can I be Dr. Funk? How about that? I mean, I feel like it does you a disservice, Prince, because I look so dumb. Here you are worried about the big picture, and I look like an ass in the picture. So where do you come down then, Aaron? With uh, with Eddie or with the shags? I say the shags because there was that's a life ruined um, yeah. for those women. And they're getting a bunch of like mixed messages from all those musos who who pretend to think that it's fucking good in some kind of way and anything but the audio equivalent of a you know Rorschach test. It's just fucking. It's bad. It's bad. Bad. I think that's the worst one of those two. My pal, foot 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 is the winner. Okay. From the one-two punch to your nuts department. It is Trapped in the Closet, Chapter 1. Oh, fuck. Versus Two Princes. Oh. So, uh... I feel like both those were mine. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. Um, oh. Aaron, you go. <laughs> I say... Oh, God. Um, 
I don't know. I think that I have to go with uh, Trapped in the Closet because it's just weird. It's And it's so long. Although, fucking Two Princes really did feel like it was about an eight-minute song clocking in at four. It was remarkable how long it was. Like, after the solo, that awful solo, they went back and did yeah. way, way more. Well, such starting a great groove, man. Uh, <laughs> more like 200 Princes. <laughs> Thank nice. you. I would say I would say uh, it's uh, Urkely. Uh, it was is worse. It's just it's, it's a scary number, and it sounds like uh, a madman. <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say two princes because the <laughs> because uh, R. Kelly. It's a story, and there's something funny about it. At least where two princes. I'll never forget walking down the street and listening to it for the show to try to figure out if I want to do it, and being ashamed when people walked by. Like I wanted to shut it off or go, no, no, I'm just, I'm part of this podcast and I, we have to, it's bad. Anyway, it's don't stop looking at me. (laughs) I remember when you were telling us that story, George, how come you just didn't have headphones on? Why are you walking down the street? Like with a ghetto blaster in in, in 2023? I often forget them, you know, when I get out of the car to go, I forget to bring them with me and I still want to get something done. So you're one of those guys, you know, and I'm alone, but I just, there's, I, I I was more and more ashamed. (laughs) There seemed to be people everywhere with dogs and babies. (laughs) Well, it's especially weird to see a man in 2023 walking, doing that, holding the phone up to his face with the sound blaring. And it's that song. So you should have felt bad. I, I did. And so for that reason, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for this Vinto. It did a lot of more damage too, George, because that song was on the radio a bunch on all types of radio and on MTV. And I don't think that that other crazy song got a lot of spins. Well, well and no one's in jail behind the spin doctors. I mean, it's true. <laughs> they should be. He's though. doing 30. You know, like. For that fucking guitar solo, he should be in the joint. <laughs> so, Damon, we, it's, it's on you now. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, that's good. By the way, I pictured George. I don't know if any of you guys watched Game of Thrones, but there's that famous yeah. scene where the, the one woman had to walk down the street. Naked. Oh, Cersei. Yeah, yeah, Cersei. Yeah, yeah. Sh- ding, ding, George, George had the woman behind him with the bell going, shame, ding, ding. shame, ding. ding. People started throwing, you know, uh, tomatoes and other offage, or what do you call that? Being like, <laughs> they, they're throwing the second Spin Doctors album at you. <laughs> I get hit in the head with like a cast single. Ow! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And it's whatever I can't. I wish I could pull out the second. What was their second thing? Um, there was two princes, and there's oh, another little hit. miss. Little miss. Little can't miss be can't be wrong. I just yeah. get hit. Ow! This is little miss. Kids. I'm rubbing my eye. It's not even hey. the right song. <laughs> someone, someone throws a beanie hat at me, like that snow hat he has on. Someone throws it at me. <laughs> You go to put it on and try to be like part of the get there. They no. This isn't a fun jeer. <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, all right, so I have to pick between Trapped in the Closet, Chapter 1, versus Two Princes. Um, there's a weird novelty aspect to the R. Kelly song that, you know, kind of a, a train wreck you can't stop looking at. Yeah, but Two Princes is just... By the way, I one of my uh, band members uh, told me he listened to that episode, the, the Two Princes episode, and he had almost like the identical experience that I think we all had, which was... Prior to that episode, we kind of just knew that song existed somewhere. And then when you would hear it, like walking through a sports bar or something, you would only have to hear it for a few seconds and then not worry about it anymore. But he said he had the same relationship with that song. And then when he had to sit and listen to us analyze it, he realized how shitty the song was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize how much of vinegar you have for that number. Yeah. And he agreed also that it was way, it was like unbearably long, you know? Yeah. 
Right. I, I believe the medical term for that is the Clapton effect, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Dr. Spin? Thank you. Um, I'm, yeah, I think I got to go with the Spin Doctors on that one. Spinsters right. it it's is. It's just too much. It's just, you know, the Grand Canyon. Oh, it's that large. It looms that large in, in uh, torture chamber history. It's too much song, Spin Doctors. Yeah. I'm starting to think about it. I'm starting to panic. So let's stop talking about it at least till the next round. <laughs> Marry him. Marry me. Okay. <laughs> All right. From the make up your mind. Are you starting or stopping department? We didn't start the fire, the Fallout Boy version, or stop when you see a uniform by Buddy Brown, if that's your real name. Ooh, oh, God, that fucker. That fucking <laughs> Billy Ballcap number two motherfucker, right? <laughs> Who is yeah. insisting that when we see a service men or women walking through the airport that we stop everything that we're doing, throw everything down on the floor, yeah. and run up yeah. to them right. and bother them. They're trying to make a fucking flight, dude. I'm sorry, I'm eating this hot dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. It's the exact thing they do not want. I'm I'm sure of it. All right. So So uh, go first, George. Yeah, okay. Uh so Buddy Brown ver- No, that Fallout Boy thing's a fucking it's 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 like the spin doctors. It was it's just they just made it worse. <laughs> if that was possible, they did, yeah. Yeah, they cared less than Billy in with their yeah. creation. Yeah, the fact they rewrote the lyrics just—I just remembered they just did. There was something about Monsanto in it. Which yes, just and no fucking, order, no order. So it could yeah. have been at least Bill had an order. Yeah, exactly. Historical. I forgot that part too. It's just when you, when Damon played the original, I think on the episode with Joey, I realized what a brutal, brutal track that's to get through, and yeah. that just brought it up. Extra salt in the wound, and like Fallout Boy, and they mix salt with shit. And still put it in the wound. <laughs> it's a punchy stick. Yeah, yeah punchy stick. Of, it was. So, I, I'm with Fall Out Boy on that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, no contest. Okay, which is something because that other number is a pile of crap. It really yeah. that that I that and he's insufferable it. with his voice and his fucking. It's such a put on. It's a put on. <laughs> I think it's such a put on with his voice too. His glowing man. choppers. Yeah, dude. Fuck that dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> he had one of those beards too, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, dude. Of course he did. All right. Uh, from the, I thought walking was supposed to be good for you department, the pros and cons of hitchhiking versus <laughs> oh. strut by Steven Seagal. Oh, fuck. So it was the Roger Waters and Steven and Seagal. Lady and Lady Saw. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I would say, I would say that I got more with the exception of, uh, there were a few things that I, that made me laugh about the Roger Waters song. Mostly it was just art. Certainly, it wasn't the actual song. It was what we that were. That was saying. where the guy came with the tambourines, right? <laughs> yeah, Ray. Ray. Yeah, Ray that was the best part of, of tambourines. Ray, Ray Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. yeah, Ray Cooper. I would say the pros and cons of hitchhiking is uh, is criminally awful and bad. When Eric Clapton can play as shitty as he was, and he's nowhere near the worst thing about that song. <laughs> shit, come on, bro. And Damon, the author of our pain, hadn't even listened to the fucking whole song because he couldn't. Because he couldn't. <laughs> Who could? Yeah, I like to be thorough, but in that case, it was it was just like you're not an asshole. Yeah, you did George on. White it. You did George White it. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's easily that one. That that song still is upsetting to me, and I had no memory of it existing in my life prior to now, and now it's always going to be there. <laughs> Over Strut by Steven Seagal, eh? 
Yeah, it's not like that one's good. Yeah, I, I'm going to disagree, Aaron. That fucking strut. I, I'm going to mark the earmark that is perhaps a champion here today. That thing that is yeah. just there's nothing funnier. I mean, it's funny, I guess, but there's there's nothing good about it. It's offensive. It's bad. It's just <laughs> ill advised. It's just. I mean, the fucking accent. Didn't he say something like "I get the booty all the time"? What the line yeah. says? The punani. The punani. The punani. Time for the punani. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot he said punani. Yeah, that's it. Strut's way worse than. He says punani a lot. Did something? Okay, I'm with Strut on that. Okay. <laughs> George is just reliving the nightmare. Ugh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm. This is where I'm going to come down on this because. Both of them had guests singers, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. But Steven Seagal, I liked her. I thought she like she does that what is that music called? Dance hall. Dance, Dance hall, hall reggae music. And she's good at it. But then Roger had like those poor girls screeching that that chorus and also like characters like uh the actors he got. I forgot that Dave Jack Palance? Yeah. Yeah, Jack Palance is in it and then that that someone does that horrible a quote unquote Asian dialect, almost as racist as Stephen, Stephen doing the island dialect. So I, I liked the girl on the Steven Seagal song. I didn't like her in that song, but I bet I would like her in her own songs. And then I hated everything about Roger Waters. So, okay. including Ray. Sounds like Raj takes down Strut. What an yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. From the, for our beloved 70s rock luminaries, the 80s were a harsh mistress department. Mm hmm. Pretending by Clapton versus I Am Your Robot by Elton John. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, go, George. Pretending was bad, but we've done Clapton. Pretending wasn't the worst we've done. So, and and, ro- and Robot's just such, I remember finding that and thinking what an insanely terrible song that was. <laughs> that just made no sense. It just reeked of cocaine. And I loved finding it so Robot. Anything with the word robot in it, robot is fucked yeah. to me. <laughs> so Elton John for me. Yeah, it's pretty tasteless. Um, I would say I would agree with you because when you can have a song that like has a long outro and where like you got fucking Jeff Picaro fucking destroying and it can't even save it a little bit. Yeah, no. You know, like Nathan East at least is doing some work in the Clapton song and and oh, right. bringing some bass work in there that's kind of tasty. But like fucking nothing could save that fucking robot song. It's a genius Elton John and a genius in my view, uh, Bernie Taupin just shitting the bed and genius Jeff Picaro. All these great people suck. <laughs> and it's painful to listen to. There's been a few of our songs that are like aren't just bad. They're like it kind of, they kind of hurt sonically. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds bad and painful. <laughs> They lurk sonically. I'm looking at you, buns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Jorge Blanco, ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, it takes a, you know, kind of like a, a real contender to bring down pretending. You that's know, right. Because that's been a the butt of a, many a joke for decades for us. But like, yeah, that, yeah. that, that Elton John song is just... Because here's the thing with Clapton. It's structurally a... A, a crafted quote-unquote pop song like it mm-hmm. it makes sense that pe- that dummies liked it it's a still a shitty song but the robot song it's it's like elton john didn't use any of his skills that he'd honed over the last 15 years of writing songs yeah, he forgot everything 
It's like, here's Bernie and my first song we ever did. I'm so embarrassed by it, but ha ha ha. It's called I'm Your Robot. Nope. It was 15 years into his career. This is a historical document. Here's <laughs> eight albums in, right? Yeah. Something, whatever. And like what like Aaron always says, why? Yeah. <laughs> On the Beatles anthology where they're like having, they wanted to like pull everything out of the vault. So like a couple of the songs are them just like picking up and dropping microphones. <laughs> Sonically more enjoyable <laughs> than <laughs> I Am Your Robot. robot. <laughs> All right. From the Exxon Valdez, Schmexxon Valdez department, <laughs> it's Let It Be Earth Day every day versus Earth. Oh. And the first one so was the Hollywood Kids Choir, and the second one was Lil Dicky. The kids with right. the long shirts. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Boy, that's going back. That's going to be around 40 something, that it's one. 50. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Little Dicky with that fucking thing with the baboon's ass and all the guest yeah, people yeah, yeah, and yeah. the awful fucking just a bunch of bad jokes too like bad jokes Terrible, each one funnier funny. unfunny we we barely heard a quarter of that song i think before we gave up yeah and still <laughs> you guys still are really mad me. about that yeah it still hurts me <laughs> go ahead george but for me i still think the the kids is worse <laughs> whoa still think the kids are worse than little dicky the whole thing behind it and all the everything we said all the jokes we did about it and the shirts and the guys <laughs> that wrote it and the, i think yeah. the, i think that the, the earth Day, the, the kids are worse i think it was a popular episode strangely yeah. enough yeah. i think that those guys because they're such uh notoriety hounds they probably heard that we talk shit and they're like hey any press you know <laughs> um i would say it cuts so close to my actual life that I, I could just forget about the fucking little dicky because it's just it's not worth remembering and that other one was actually felt a little too close to home so that was more painful for me so george and i agree okay i am going to say that that you both are wrong but my <laughs> my vote doesn't count the thing with the kids is like there was good intentions all around the guys who wrote the right. song the musicians who donated their time the studio the kids thought they were doing something good for the planet Little Dicky's a fucking asshole. And and I don't get why that guy has TV shows and a, and a comedy career and stuff. There was nothing funny about that song at all. It was just aggravating from beginning to end. But anyway, who cares? Yeah, it's bad stuff. There's no doubt about that. Yep. It's another upset. Okay. Finally, in this long category, from the shout out to the Lord department, we have the Winchester Cathedral... Versus my friend. <laughs> oh, wait. Winchester Cathedral. Oh, that okay, that one. Aaron brought that one. What's yeah, my friend? I don't remember. My that? friend. Frankie Lane, the yeah. Oh no, the one we, we just, just did. That did. One. That's we called did my that. friend. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, He's, he, the road ends at the bending, depending on who you ask. <laughs> but then it doesn't. They're both yours, Aaron. You go. <laughs> well, uh, I gotta say that because because there is a version of that song, my friend, that is that is immaculate and and glorious, but no one could save fucking Winchester Cathedral. And interestingly, no one's ever tried. Um, <laughs> there's no reason to. It's such a lump of shit that song, dude. And uh, and also, I love I love our take on it. Where if I could toot our horns, toot toot toot, the the fact that the poor girl who's just coming into her own sexual awakening, all excited to see tight trousers on Mick Jagger, 
and they have to watch those guys. So there's it's a bait and switch so brutally. Yeah, she's like, I hear there's going to be a rock band on Ed Sullivan tonight. <laughs> Finally, on TV. <laughs> Something for me. <laughs> Performing one song three times for you tonight. <laughs> okay, so uh, Aaron sang Winchester. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's something about Frank and that tone of that song that gets under my skin. Yeah, you hate it. Really his gets voice. under my skin. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with Frankie on this. Okay. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Winchester to me is just kind of novelty stupidity gone wrong, but still it doesn't rise above that. The Frankie Lane, that that earnest god crap, <laughs> just fuck off with all of that, as far as I'm concerned. And so I say Frankie. My friend. He's wasting Jesus's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? He's busy. And he was name dropping and, and you know, yeah. a- acting like he's all buddy buddy with the Lord. You know, come on, get out of here. <laughs> go home. Uh all right, so there you go. We are done with that round one. The first round, and now we're going to be uh do do some face offs, all right? Okay. We got some taste of my love versus my pal foot foot. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, the slugfest. Go, <laughs> go for it, George. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with taste of my love because they actually were trying to do it. <laughs> not what? Not a lot, but they they did try and do that. So yeah, I as far as it, I know, I checked their Wikipedia page. Emerson, yeah. Lake, and Palmer are professional musicians. Yeah, correct. And I wouldn't kept in a house, you know, been, been, you know, terrorized by their father. <laughs> what did he say? The thing about what did he say? What was that lyric about the face towards the east? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It amounted to I want to bang you with your face towards the east. Your face against the wall. I think was the other one. Kind of. Right. Yeah. Which one did you pick, George? I picked ELP. Yeah, yeah. It's uh they should know better. Yeah. The Shags don't know. They don't fucking know. I think that ELP is has more to answer for, so I agree. Yeah. Okay. What's funny is that like Foot Foot is just by any metric a worse Foot. song. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's the the intention behind the two of them makes Taste of My Love worse. Right. And the cover of the album alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy had foot foot in his pants. <laughs> Come on. Is that a human foot in your pants? You'd like to see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. We have two princes versus we didn't start the fire. Oh, wow. Boy, we have really done it this year. I'll tell you, that is a dog. You go ahead. I, I think that it's fucking uh, we didn't start the fire. I'm more I'm more upset about everything about that. I'm going to agree with you because of because they made up their own lyrics. No one needed <laughs> that to be done. Nobody, the, the, at least the spin doctors, thought they were doing something. They weren't trying to be pricks. It's just who they are. And it's a groove <laughs> song. So like, hey, man, if you're stoned and just dancing. Yeah, it's you know. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, there's so much evil behind that fucking start to fight. There's just so much. <laughs> and remember, dude, that if you weren't looking at the time remaining on the song to gauge how much more you had to take, at least with BJ, you can realize quickly around the second verse that he's going chronologically. So yeah, we're only going if to you the know 80s, that it right. ends now, you were only going to the 80s. So if he's in the 60s, I got what? Two more verses. Yeah, right. There's no way of knowing that with, with the fucking buttfucker review. Right. No way. They were going all over the map. Yeah, that's, that song's evil on a lot of different yeah. levels. Yep. Yeah, fuck those dudes. 
Okay. So mm-hmm. we both are at, we didn't start the fire. I probably would have gone with that. You know, that was a real tough one for you. So I'm glad you guys made the decision for me. Mm-hmm. All right. You're welcome. Pros and cons of hitchhiking versus I am your robot. <laughs> Go ahead, George. Um, robot. Robot for me. <laughs> I agree. I agree. After th- you know, in consideration after the last round, I, I agree. It was harder to listen to. The, the pain of the song. It was too much. Okay. Now we have Let It Be Earth Day Every Day by the Longshirt Crew versus My Friend. <laughs> my friend. Oh. <laughs> my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one for me. I Frankie. I, I think Frankie's worse. Um, I'm going to stick to my guns from before again, because that, that song is actually good by someone else. So I'm going to stick to my guns and say that the shirt crew okay. is shittier. Uh, yeah, I'm going back to intentions. I think, uh, the kids were trying, the the songwriters were trying and Frankie and this spiritual bullshit doesn't fly with me. So sorry. It's my friend. And his, uh, and his fucking Canadian girlfriend, the Lord. He's just pretending that they're all close. He's like, he doesn't even know your name. (laughs) (laughs) Up near Niagara Falls, sure. (laughs) Yeah, you're totally close. (laughs) All right, we're coming down the stretch here, boys. We have Taste of My Love versus We Didn't Start the Fire. (laughs) my Christ. Oh, boy. All right, go, Uh, You go, Aaron. (laughs) And Taste of My Love. Um... I'm gonna go taste of my love. Taste Ooh. of my love is worse. It's fucking. It's a shit box. Those are those are great musicians. Not just slumming, but like uh, like it's aggressive. Like it's like you don't even try. Like I made that point where like Dalton and I <laughs> wrote those songs for Brendan to get out of his deal, and our songs were better. Like a <laughs> lot better. Your song you wrote, he ruined the uh, guy's there's, album. There's uh, China Doll, China <laughs> Doll, and uh, two lonely people in a one horse town. <laughs> you're you're invited over to ruin someone's deal with Mercury. <laughs> and our songs are way better. <laughs> hey guys, you want to get out of my deal? Can you guys come over? <laughs> oh sure, I'm glad, glad you. Of course, you called us. Uh, <laughs> And thank you, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, th- it's very difficult for me, but I'm going with the start the fire because it, wow. th- the thing behind it is to rewrite the lyrics is a real extra fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's to, bold. So you, you break the tide. You break this one, Damon. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Boy, this is really tough for me. I'm thinking, like, which one just in the moment made me more upset? Mm-hmm. Remember George's slow realization of what was happening to him? <laughs> and we didn't start the fire? Yeah. 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 So you knew right away, I think. Well, you knew because you saw the thing, but George had no clue. And I didn't. Like, when, he did, when he did find out, he was actually mad. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> I was really mad. Guys, I got to take a break. <laughs> This is no longer amusing to light your friends. It was like I got raped regular, okay? Like a regular <laughs> raping the first time with Billy Joel. And then I thought, well, that's over. I've gotten over it. And then you come in and go, hey, we're going to get Billy Joel to rape you again, but we're going to put on clown masks. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron, you're sticking with Taste of My Love, right? Mm-hmm. Taste of My Love. Yeah. Uh, well, here's this is where I'm coming down on this. Uh we didn't start the fire. I put in the same category as like Jimmy Fallon's stupid versions of this, you know, 
we didn't go to bedrock. We were always Flintstones. You know, whatever the fuck he would do. Right. And we can make fun of it on that same level of just like bad attempt at comedy or whatever. Taste of My Love is just a, a stupid song and it's annoying and they should know better. You yes. know, a lot better, a lot better. Yeah. And I don't think uh, Fallout Boy knows any better anyway. You know, right. There's no indication that they do. Yeah. Where right. there, there, there is indication that Elp does know. Right. Yeah. So it's Taste of My Love. At least one of them does. Probably Emerson. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fallout Boy needed Frank Fontaine to, um, you know, <laughs> go stripedy snake on him and, and, and talk some sense at him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And fire the bass player. Yeah. You're yeah. fired, my friend. the guy in elp who's probably the most trustworthy is the guy whose shirt was buttoned the highest he's the most sensible (laughs) he's he's, he makes two button sense (laughs) (laughs) all right so also we have i am your robot versus my friend my friend my friend my robot (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 robot i'm robot on that uh, yeah, yeah. I always have my same reasoning throughout uh, my friends. So I, I would go with my robot. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what it comes down to then, boys. I am your robot versus taste of my love. Yeah. <laughs> Both brought uh, by yours truly. Yeah. Nice, George. <laughs> Fuck. Nice one, George. Mm. I'm going to defer to you to start, Aaron, because finding both of those was such a thrill to me <laughs> that I was able to find songs that bad. They are all your children. It was thrilling. It was just, I'm like, I can't believe this is real. Like <laughs> the titles alone. Was just, I think it's, t- like, they're both, they're both garbage, right? But betwixt yeah. them, we made it all the way through ELP. Oh, right. The fade out. Yeah. We listened to all of it and we, there, we, it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible. And I didn't, and that robot song is not like seven minutes, right? It's like, you know, four and a half or something like that. Maybe five. Yeah. It's it, so, they, they were padding that record. It was yeah. Like, God, it was around five. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> but so I think it's telling that that happened. Like we had enough like laughing space to continue. Like we kept talking about it and finding things to giggle about about that song. And so like based on that metric, I guess a uh, robot is worse. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't even make it, man, and won't make it. Like I would point out that ELP song to someone. Go, oh my God, check this song out. But I would never do that with robot. No. Well, it's true. You're a humanitarian. <laughs> I found Taste of My Love first, and I'm going to stay with that, that that's the worst. Oh, my God. That's Ooh, the worst. Damon. So, Damon, it's up to you. You have to, you the, have to the whole comes out. down to you. Yeah. I have to kill one of George's children. You do. <laughs> and thank you. It- <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. Taste of My Love, Elp was at least channeling or trying to channel Led Zeppelin with the sexy lyrics and the, and the hard rock blues right. riffs and stuff. Elton John was flailing. Like there's nothing that you could grab onto with that song. There's not even at all. There's not even like any Elton John in that song, as far as I'm concerned, you know? No. <laughs> um, so, and, and yeah, so it's, it's clear. I am your robot is the worst of all these songs. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah! EOP is Led Zeppelin goes to the beach and ties its shirt and not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now you guys, uh. we are not done. We're not done. We have the championship. Huh? Yes. We've got a couple more face-offs here. Okay. So as, as we uh, mentioned before, she loves my cock by Jackal is, <laughs> 
is the sitting <laughs> the sitting I mean, winner. The song called "You Love My Car." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. if you'll recall, the last winner of the brackets. Do you guys remember? Was it Madge? No. I always think it's her. American Life didn't win. Okay. No. no. Okay. All right. Who was it? It was This Too Shall Pass by My Club. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah! Oh, I forgot that. So now, <laughs> guess what? This Too Shall Pass has to face off with I Am Your Robot. Because this is 33 through 65. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So This Too Shall Pass versus I Am Your Robot. Uh, George, you go first this time. Yeah. I really hated... I, I forgot about that Mike Love thing. <laughs> I for, is that the COVID one? Yeah. Right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. With the fucking brown with shirt. With his fucking brown shirt and his stupid John, <laughs> John Stainless with the help, let's help nurses signs and all that. Oh. Yeah, I, it, it's hard to believe that's even a song. I mean, and I. His dumb voice. It's just oh, robot. Fuck. And robots. I'm going to go with Mike Love. I'm going to go with Me Mike Love. Because it sounds like robots. Robot, they were having a good time with Coke. And you know there yeah. wasn't any fucking fun to be had on the fucking Mike Love session. And no one wanted to hear it. It's not even in his studio. It's just him with his friends totally. on a Zoom. So and, dumb. And his big, thick shirt. Yeah. yeah, even the people didn't. I think like 700 people had it by the time I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. Are you guys saying that this too shall pass beats I Am Your Robot? I am. Yes, I am too. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now you know you know what that means, right? A this two shall pass versus cock lover. That's right. <laughs> we have a final face off for this stretch of torture songs from episode one through sixty five. I guess. Go, George. Okay. Um. All right. So she loves my cock, Jack. Jackal v love. Jackal v love. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mike Love, and I think the reason is is because Jackal, it's a terrible song, and it's awful. You, you can't believe that's even the title of a song. But that's what they do, and they're doing their thing, and that's what they do. And Mike Love, no one wanted to hear that. There was no need for that. No one, it didn't <laughs> help anything. It's Mike Love from me. Yeah, the, he's right, and Mike's doing riding two horses poorly with one behind. Uh, and he's doing it both awfully, whereas Jackal's is like square down the one side of the, the shit path. It's fucking Mike. Like it's It takes an amazing amount to say the phrase I'm about to say. I would rather hang out with the dude from Jackal than I'd rather <laughs> hang out with Mike fucking love. Jesse James Dupree. Yeah. I'd mu- like way, way rather like, yeah, man, absolutely. Like it's not even Let's a think about it. Let's see your whiskey river. Let's see it. Come on. You all right? You know <laughs> well, look at that. We have a new winner. Of of the entire uh, you know yeah. uh, offering so far, cock has been dethroned. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Mike fucking love. <laughs> go Mike, go. Love beats cock. Love beats cock. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I had to go back and figure out what all these these little matchups were back then. And do you know what? She loves my cock. First uh, bested. No, or, what? It was what's up by Four Non Blondes. Right. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was awful. But that was way back in the past. Yeah. You know? mm, we were different people now. then. Yeah. Yeah. These are all <laughs> these are all the playoff teams, but you know, there's only one Super Bowl winner, and that is That's Mike right. Love. And this too shall pass. Look at that. I forgot about that one. I forgot God about it. Damn it. He sucks. Now it's all in my fucking head again. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully I can't remember anything about the melody or anything, thankfully. That's cool. I'll send it over to you. Don't worry Thanks. about it. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Fun, fun, fun in the sun. Yeah, ah, he's ripping people is. off. 
He's wasting John Stamos's time. Like Stamos has to have better things to do, but he got oh fucking Mike's calling again. God damn it! Right, and the time it took to record that song, he could have banged like four chicks, yeah, forty totally. broads. Yeah. Congratulations, Mike. Good job, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Stupid love hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, boys. Well, there's a little uh, a little brockets to wrap up your 2023. Talk about a tough man competition. <laughs> Good Christ. Uh, well, well done, Damon. Way to host it. Yeah. You always you do always do a great job as Wink, uh, and uh, no one can deny that. You're at the top no. of every list yeah. as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Thank um, you. My, it's my memory that we sent over an awful lot more, uh, at least a handful more <laughs> voicemails. Yeah, we Maybe we can yeah. whittle away at those. <laughs> Speaking of weird things. Do we want men or women first? Uh, let's go for a gal. Let's, if there's a gal, let's do Lady Energy. Okay. Lady Energy. All right. Here we go. Hi, y'all. It's me, Gail Kelly, the punstress. Oh, she's hey! back. <laughs> I hope she has more puns for us. Oh, boy. I hope so. <laughs> she's back. The queen of Reader's Digest. That's right. I'm calling as I always do to salute you, the Gitmo Bros, on another year of podcast excellence. As you know, my job here at Reader's Digest takes me all across this great land of ours, collecting jokes and puns from all our readers and publishing them in each and every edition. All right. Well, so giving (laughs) us her, her resume here. Yeah, we know. Yeah, catching everyone up on who she is, what she's about. <laughs> Thanks, Gail. Her CV. <laughs> is Gail reading off her LinkedIn page? You know, right. look, young professionals getting together. <laughs> <laughs> and am I busy? Shoot, you best believe I am, sugar. Heck, I'm busier than a one-armed monkey with two bananas. <laughs> oh, oh Gail. Shut up, say that, Shut up, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's hot somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two bananas. Yeah. Gail, tell me what they're doing with the bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a girl monkey or? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I don't mind. I find the punny to make my money. Yeah. And I make- oh. Gail. <sighs> Making big bucks from y'all's yuck yucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Since I'm so lucky to be surrounded by the cream of the crop that this land has to offer from a humor perspective. It is my honor to present one of you with the Pun of the Year Award. Whoa, what the heck is going on? Has to be you, Damon. Jesus. (laughs) Who knows? We've all thrown some puns around, but there is a a clear dominant person here. (laughs) I like that Gail tracked the puns on the show. Yeah, dude, she's a fan. Look, it's- It's It's her job. She told us. (laughs) All right, carry on, Gail. Now, how does that sound? Sounds good. I have the envelope here with me, and it has been supplied by the good people at Reader's Digest, Pricewaterhouse, and the Andy Granatelli Vocational Institute located in Panorama City, California. (laughs) Wow. Andy G. (laughs) Finally got those sponsors. (laughs) That's nice. Really getting it back up. Yeah. Do you have any guesses who the winner is? Yes. Mm, I think it's Damon. <laughs> I think for uh, Gail's domestic life, to carry on, sort of like keep things calm at the North Star. <laughs> I know who she's going to pick. And the winner of the Ear and Loathing Pun of the Year Award goes to Gitmo Damon. What? Oh boy! Yay, Darnell! 
Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. From episode 54, when Damon uttered the now classic pun referencing Telly Savalas, which was the album he was working on when he died was called I Broke My Telvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's the winner? That's Thank the you. one. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> Remember you all... You were sitting on that one for a long time because I had long passed that part of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Then you piped up (laughs) 10 minutes later. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) I did not remember that. Because you've been putting it together. (laughs) Because he broke his pelvis, didn't he? Yeah. As I said, that that happened in the war in like 1945. (laughs) He spent a year in the war doing that. And then I moved way on and then started (laughs) talking about all those crazy album titles like, hello, it's me, Telly, Telly Zavalas. Guess what? It's me, more Telly Zavalas. (laughs) Oh, Telly, right. (laughs) Then you chipped in. (laughs) Well, all right, cool. I'll I'll take it, you know. Yeah, an award's in a fucking award. Award winning, Damon. (laughs) Something up on the the award shelf, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Damon, we won the phase two of the Palm Desert Challenge back when we were kids. And now we won, uh, you know, you won this. Yeah, what do you mean we, white man? That's my... Yeah, that's right. It's an award winning podcast. Give that back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, coming from Gale, I don't know if this is really an accolade, but... Well, look, you know, middle of the road, middle of the road. It's one in the W column, okay, Damon? <laughs> yeah, take it. Don't be judging. Don't be ungrateful, Ace Freely. <laughs> Isn't Gale the one who came up with, I and my kerchief and monitor cap had just settled down for a long winter's cat nap? You know, I'm taking yeah. everything with a grain of salt there, Gale. Okay. I've already popped some champagne in your honor, Damon, and I have been tipping them back for the last two hours. It just makes things funnier, you know? That's true. <laughs> yes. We we recommend all listeners of Ear and Loathing do a couple snorts before they tune in. Cause yeah, there's a, there's a two-drink minimum before you listen to the number one rockers forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. minimum yeah. is the key word. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get to the point where you're passing out and then you're you're dead on. With the, get with yourself a bottle of anything. And I need you to get halfway past the label. That's all. <laughs> then tune in. All right. The award. I had better get back to my desk while I'm still sober enough to find it. <laughs> so, congratulations to you all, but especially to you, Damon. Your puns are like fine wine, they get better with time. And by the end of the podcast, we're all feeling ponder the influence. Oh, yeah. oh yourself. That's <laughs> oh. somebody's job, you know. That's right. <laughs> Georgie, call me. <laughs> oh, fuck. she has not forgotten right. the sweet sound of George White. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to get back at Gail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little Lord Foxleroy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, Damon won an award. Yay! Yeah. Does that count as a point on our tote board? Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. By the way, I appreciate that, Gail. That was very nice. And uh, I treasure this treasure this award, and I've worked my whole career towards this moment, and you people have no idea how much this means to me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank That's you. nice, Damon. Thank you very for generous. playing the game. I appreciate it. Well done. Well done. And, way, way to, and, and playing it well. Yeah. You know? Thank you. What else we got? Well, let's see. I've, I'm, I'm looking at a few more voicemails here. I'm going to just pick one at random, if you guys don't mind. 
Sure. Just grab it. All right. You know, it started off with like legal action, but it ends with me getting an award. So I like the direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're on the upswing. We're on yeah, the upswing. For sure. This year end episode. DJP, things are looking up. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I got an award. Yeah. The Kelly Classic. That's right. You won a Kelly. <laughs> Hello, Gitmo bros. This is Michael Kane. Oh, oh my Michael Christ. Kane finally called us. Wow, award, <laughs> talk about award winner. Yeah, fucking Oscar award winning actor Michael fucking Kane yeah. calling us. Calling on our phone line. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say this. I was wondering if he was going to uh, leave a voicemail this year, and I have my answer. See? You do. See? Thank you. Hopefully he's not uptight. I mean, people This is people are yeah. calling in their Speaking chits on this. legal action. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Fingers crossed on this. Yeah. And now I'd like you to speak to my attorney, Frank Fontaine. <laughs> <laughs> okay i've been meaning to call you now but i've been on holiday with my wife shakira <laughs> the point is i've been meaning to call you for some time now he's repeating his intro just like uh red simpson that's right he's old yeah <laughs> he lost his train of thought one sentence in <laughs> <laughs> one mention of shakira throws him off and he will repeat sure. himself <laughs> the love of my life. <laughs> All right. Why? Well, because it's come to my attention that you use my voice on your show. Oh, here we go. Oh. Oh, fuck. <sighs> All right. Indeed, calling you has been on my list of things to do right behind getting new frames for my glasses. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's got to be murder on his, like, shoulders and neck, carrying that weight around just, all day. It's heavy. It's like having, a like, a, a big chest as a gal, where, like, it's not without consequence. Yeah. Yeah. As my head gets larger, so too must my frames. <laughs> <laughs> it's an algorithm that he understands. Yeah, like big ears when you get older. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's done the math. It tracks. I know that Aaron knows about this. Don't you, my son? <laughs> wow. Fucking Mickey Kane. You know what they say about large-headed men, don't you? No. Ooh. Well, suffice to say, it's not very clean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Working blue, Mike. Yeah, I know what you mean there, Mike. <laughs> I wanted to let you know, in no uncertain terms, that you get mo bros have my blessings. Whoa! Oh, fuck yes! Wow! Nice! Wow! What largesse! Yeah. Nice! <laughs> That's like a one eighty. Doesn't have to do that. He's fucking an Academy Award winner, mammoth star. Doesn't have to say shit to us. That's nice. No, we we're using this against Frank and That's Clem. Right. Fucking ingrate goob. That's right. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, Clem Goober. If you guys want to keep rubbing shoulders with the likes of Michael Caine, I would you know calm down a little bit with the legal messages and stuff. You know. He gives his art out freely, doesn't he? He's not all, not all hung up about yeah. it. Yeah, don't be uptight, dude. That's right. <laughs> Sending stripedy snakes after us. <laughs> <laughs> He's got stripedy glass frames. These are racing frames. <laughs> all right. In my retirement, I've developed quite an appreciation for podcasts myself. Indeed, my wife Shakira and I listen to many to pass the time. <laughs> are you aware that there are literally dozens of podcasts out there. <laughs> He's got his finger on it. He understands yeah. technology. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. No. 
He's there, fucking right. There are dozens. There are dozens and dozens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> Which ones do we listen to? Of course, I listen to your program every other week, don't I? <laughs> and also, as you know, I'm famously an Andy Levy head. Oh, wow. oh. fucking Andy Levy. Wow. All these wow. show elements colliding. I wonder if he knew that Michael, who knows, man, maybe he's on LinkedIn or something with Andy. Well, the same way that Andy did his shout out about ear and loathing on his show, mm -hmm. Michael Caine heard about Andy through our show. Yeah. Now he loves him. He fucking loves him. Can't get enough. Andy owes us. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's true. Now we're all starting to talk like Michael Caine. <laughs> it's addictive. He owes us. Danny. Danny. All right. So I'm devouring each new episode of The New Abnormal each and every week. <laughs> Please feel free to look me up next time you're in the UK. Look, like he's in the phone book? Or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could star 69, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one of them is last was from the UK, we'd give him a call. We'll either get him or Pickles. <laughs> Lots of friends over there and friends, you know. Denmark's pretty close. You know. <laughs> Julia, can you give us a ride from Denmark to London to see Michael Caine? What? <laughs> Why can't we ride in the handlebars? Because Cliff's in my basket. <laughs> <laughs> Ties it together. Professional broadcasting. Thank you. All right. Michael's still going here. I have a room here that the three of you can use with a tri-level bunk bed. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Wow. He's got a plan. I tap top. I tap top. <laughs> sure. Do it. I tap laying next to George on the top. Damn. I'll stretch out over the other two. I guess. Did you know that it takes a fully grown man just under 1.5 seconds to fall out of a bunk bed? <laughs> Not a lot of people. No, know I that. didn't know that. <laughs> well, be well, my sons, and take care of each other. And never forget. That your old uncle Michael Kane loves you very much. Wow. Very much indeed. <laughs> and thanks to you three, I have my answer. Oh, I was hoping he was gonna tag it with that. What a guy. <laughs> I love it. Is he done? Let's see. I have my answer. Wow. Bam. Fucking Michael fucking Kane, dude. Wow. My years made. Yeah, he gave us a fucking couple of times with his catchphrase things. That yeah. Not a lot of people know that. He, he knew that we wanted to hear that. He gave it to us twice. He was spilling facts on us. Yeah. He talked about his wife, Shakira, which means that we can probably like hang out and he feels comfortable enough with us to introduce us to his fucking old lady. Yeah. Sheesh. Generous standing invite. He and loves our friend Andy Levy. Thanks yeah. to us. What a wonderful call. That yeah. makes up for all of the fucking uh, uncomfortable uh, stuff with uh, the... With, uh, well, first of all, Damon winning and the other Gitmo Bros not winning. And then there's uh, Frank Fontaine, the ugliness there. Well, the, the Damon Award is appropriate, I feel. It is. Sensible, you know. too. <laughs> all right. Well, we got some Michael Caine. We got some Gail Kelly. We had Raw Dog and Frank of the Fountains of Frank. <laughs> Entertainment. <yeah. laughs> Entertainment. Gadsden, Alabama. <laughs> so let's see who else we have here yeah. in, the, in the voicemail goodie bag. Sure. <laughs> the swag bag of voicemails. Here we go. Hello, Getmo Bros. This is your old friend and fan, Danny Aiello. Oh, Danny! Hey, he's calling back. <laughs> he's yeah. another Oscar winner in a row. <laughs> wow. Shit. All right. 
calling to congratulate you on another spectacular year. I'm told by my manager, Irby Shekel, I'm uh, calling from his offices in Beverly Hills right now, and he tells me that the show is doing dynamite business, you know, all over the world, especially uh, Sweden, New Zealand, and uh, frankly, I'm a little embarrassed being such a big fan, and, and you know, the Italians aren't uh, represented here. Where are all the paisanos? <laughs> what am I, chopped liver? And Sweden? Yeah, yeah. No, he's off. He's off there. Right, he's a little off on the countries there. I think. Yeah, and they're not the same, you know, Dan. But you know, look, he's not. He's never been a detail man. He's an emotional man. He just looks for things, except for the right country. <laughs> he finds out what's what out on the streets. <laughs> how he feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a breaking rocks with a sledgehammer t- type of guy than yeah, a yeah. keeping country straight guy. Yeah. Just an honest man, a man in his bickle, breaking <laughs> rocks. Going to R&B nightclubs. <laughs> Reaching out to ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on here? You know, <laughs> maybe what I need to do is get out on the streets and promote for you. <laughs> oh, no. He's, He's on the streets. The streets. <laughs> back on the streets, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t-shirt where he says, it's just a picture of him that says, what I gotta do. Maybe what I'll do is get out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solution to everything, right? Just get out on the streets. Yeah. Mix with the people. It's a mix with the people. <laughs> God damn it. Honey, you have four overdrafts in your banking account this month. I better get out on the streets. It's, I better find <laughs> out what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> you know, throw on my bickle, you know, oh, go to nice. some R&B nightclubs, get in the streets, <laughs> get out in the community. <laughs> Bensonhurst, Canarsie, Bay Ridge. You know, see what's going on. In fact, you know what I think? I think maybe I should go directly to Italy. And see if I can get something done over there for you. Go wow. through the source. <laughs> yeah. Head yeah. out to the boot. And so yeah. the problem he's trying to solve is finding us more Italians? Why we yeah. don't have a yeah, lot why of don't representation. Have a lot. He's embarrassed because, you know, we need more Italian fans. He, he feels slighted. Now that Europe is in the mix, he's like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. What about the boot? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but he's making a lot of sense to me. He is. Totally. He's he not wrong. Does. He always does. <laughs> he's confused. Yeah. Confused does not mean wrong. No. <laughs> Danny's world. Not everyone who's confused is wrong. But Danny yeah. sees a problem. Like, for instance, you know, someone writes a song that he doesn't have, that he doesn't like, that he needs to respond to it. He's just, he's a responder, you know? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's right. a first responder. Yeah, he's a first responder. <laughs> Was there something before first, before you even know there's a problem? Yeah. Pre-responder? <laughs> <laughs> Pre. Where are you going, honey? Oh, look. I'm getting out in the streets. There's got to be a problem out here somewhere that needs a response. <laughs> All right, Danny, let's go. Okay. I mean, look, Sweden, New Zealand, these are European communities. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He's confused. Well, hold on. Herb's saying something. What? What do you mean, kiwis? You mean like the fruit? <laughs> it's a bird. It's not a bird. Kiwis are fruit, Irv. 
Something you send opening night, you know, in a fruit basket uh, from the studio. I, I got to call you back, guys. Uh, Irv's yelling something about kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He is wow. very confused. You know, this happened last time, too, where, like, he, he, got, he, get, yeah. he got half the information from Irv, looked like an ass, and had to go back and settle Irv's hash to yeah. get the truth. And he's, he's good intentioned, you know. I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll get it straightened out and call back. I mean, because Irv is nice enough. I would say this about Irv is that he was nice to let Danny use his office, especially in that Bickle that's probably doesn't smell awesome after all this time. <laughs> yeah, if he'd been out in the streets so long trying to you yeah. know, uh, raise Italian awareness of our show. <laughs> I feel like Danny's the type of guy who tells you what time and what number he's going to be at all day. <laughs> Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at my agent. It can be reached at. Yeah, it can be reached at Irv's office from 10.30 to 11.45. Then I'll be having lunch at the uh, at Cantor's Deli from, you know, and then he'll give you This is the old school, like, I'll be at Winchester 629. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? He's old school. Christ. All right. Well, let's. All right. Well, let's, see, yeah, let's, see, if he, let's see if he calls back. Yeah. All right. Hi, fellas. It's uh, Danny again. The ah, there he is. Okay, he, he's there he sorted it out with Irv, it sounds like. Let's Thank see. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's see. Thank God. Confusion over here about uh, where New Zealand was geographically. So uh, Irv <laughs> tells me I can get on something called a Zoom, like a, a Zoom call. Zoom, a Zoom, a Zoom, a Zoom. <laughs> which to me he's is a kid, uh, kid's show that uh, my kids watched on, on PBS. When they were little, but, uh, and I'm nothing but a supporter of, you know, the public and the arts. But anyway, he says. Public burn system, <laughs> as we determined it's now called. That's right. <laughs> he says I can get in this uh, Zoom call through the computer, and you can see people all over the world and have a conference with them, and I don't got to go anywhere. I can promote right here from, uh, from his office. He's telling us what Zoom is. This is a light bulb moment for Dan. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. I think he knew even all through COVID. He's unaware of what right. Zoom does. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe I get in touch with uh, this new prime minister over there in Italy. You know, uh, Giorgio Maloney, and she's a, she's a good looking broad. So I'm thinking maybe I get in touch with her. Maybe some uh, Instagram influences, which Irv tells me is a new computer thing as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Irv really schooled him up on new things, yeah. you know. <laughs> 21st century Danny. There's no telling how long this, what the space was between these two calls was. It might have been a long, <laughs> yeah, long huge gulf know. of time. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. Okay. Uh, one of them's called like Chiara, Ferrari, uh, Chiara Ferrari. Maybe it's a car. I don't know. But I get in touch with them, maybe even George Clooney. I think he's got a little Italian in him. I mean, uh, the guy spends uh, half his time... Uh, you know, around Lake Cuomo, so he's got a strong presence. Um, so I'm going to see what I can uh, do about all this. Uh, so anyway, salute Gitmo bros. And I promise a strong Italian presence next time the ratings come out. Oh, wow. Wow. What a sweet guy, you know? He's actually trying to do something. Like, I, I call bullshit on marketers, really, uh, branding people. Yeah. But he's out in the streets, quite literally. Uh, so, you know, he's doing something. From the highway to the information superhighway for Dan. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's boots on the ground and Bickle leaning up against the telephone pole. <laughs> yeah. And now on Zoom. I mean, who knows the damage he could do? He's going to be talking to George Clooney, the new female prime minister, 
He's making an effort, Danny is. And like Michael Caine, he's a fan. He loves he's getting us. so hip and technologically advanced. He's, next year, he's going to be the fucking star child from 2001. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to exist as a, a ball of light and consciousness. <laughs> He'll drift into the room while we're doing, doing a show. He'll drift into the room like a ball of Something's going to happen. Something wonderful. Hello, Gitmos. <laughs> this is Danny. <laughs> from beyond the infinite. <laughs> Well, look, that's all the voicemails that Aaron sent over. Well, I'm glad we cleared them out. And, and wow, mm. what a, how wonderful that we have fans like this. Awards, you know, I mean, there's some things here to straighten out business-wise with, with Frank. You know, yeah, Michael Caine inviting us to, or we, we know that uh, Cliff's going to be sorted out. We warned Juliet about him. If none of these things work out, we know the solution. Just send Danny out on the street. Problem solved. Exactly. <laughs> Dunzo. <laughs> <laughs> Frank could take him on too. Uh, and then, like, he, he can't be mad at us anymore because he's got all these paying clients. Right. That we exactly. refer to him to. Yeah. yeah Irv's on. getting older. Maybe Danny's looking for new representation. Sure. <laughs> We'd never tell him this. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Is wow. it, are, we, are we wrapping up now? For wrapping up for the year? We're wrapping up 23, fellas. Yeah. We're wrapping a nice it up. little bow. Nice little bow. Damon, uh, uh, we were talking uh, before the recording sesh, and you were letting us know that there's uh, we have a plan for when we'll be back. We're going to take a little uh, well-deserved rest. A little breaky-poo, yeah. You yeah. guys will be hearing from the Gitmo Bros on February 1st, which is the first yeah. Thursday of February. And we will drop normally after that, but the month of January will be uh, getting things sorted out in, uh, in the lives of the Gitmos and taking a break. And me possibly getting carpal tunnel surgery from the editing that I'm doing. <laughs> We're dark. It's a dark January. Production is dark. Use that time to go back and listen to old episodes and uh, write to us and say hi. Uh, what else can they do on the month off? Walk around the streets with Danny Aiello, solve things. Yeah. Hit the streets, uh, work on things like there's Peloton, there's going to gyms and stuff like that. But don't be a sap. Just get out in the streets like uh, yeah. like Dano and break some rocks and work up a sweat. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Enjoy guys. some R and B music. <laughs> My God, yeah, absolutely. Go to an R and B nightclub. That's where <laughs> probably they're going to feature it. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's it, right? Yeah, glorious uh, year, guys. I, yeah. I, I love my Gitmos. Such a fun fucking year. Uh, even better than last year from all kinds of perspectives, in my opinion. And uh, uh, Damon did a beautiful job steering the ship, as he always fucking does. And the uh, editing is great. Chris did a great job editing our our, uh, our, our beautiful staff. <laughs> Can I interject award-winning Damon? Yeah, award-winning award fucking Damon Joseph. God damn it, dude. <laughs> How about that? Best pun, Reader's Digest. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. Ever heard of it? <laughs> What's the readership like? I don't know. Billions? Fuck. <laughs> Believe it or not, guys, you know... I'm not known for this, but I did go back and listen to a few episodes. What? I did. That's a Christmas miracle. I, that's a Christmas miracle. And the number one thing for me was consistency. Yeah. You know, I did, I expected to go back to the beginning and it'd be different. And it's not. We're consistent all the way through. The comedy's there. The songs are shitty. In fact, after going through that brutal walk through that Brockets, we were better this year. The songs yeah. were worse. <laughs> <laughs> the old flip. We, we flip really, really dug into it, and uh, we deserve a pat in the back. We deserve an award, as uh, you know, for knowing Damon. Yeah, for knowing Damon, exactly. That's for it. all of January, while we're dark, we'll just be knowing Damon. That's right. <laughs> but a fucking great year, man. 
Yay. Fuck. Beautiful year, guys. Beautiful years. Congratulations. To 23 you. was fun, and we'll see you guys in February at 24. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye. Bye. Year and loathing. It's just George eating chips for 12 minutes. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm, I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next time for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.